Dude, I love how our episodes end so abruptly. Yeah, we're just like, uh <laughs> oh, man, on that note, see ya. <laughs> no, it's true, bro. And then and then they begin just as abruptly too, which is so yeah. funny. Literally half a second after the, the last episode, we're right on the next one. Um yeah. no, no, sometimes sometimes episodes just like there's no like, hey, welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about it's literally just like we start giggling and we start talking. It's just right yeah, into it. We're not corny like that. What you see is what you get with us. Yep, straight up. No, dude, so I've been <clears throat> Okay, there are some opinions that I have put out on this podcast that I have changed my position on. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. I know it's crazy. So I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah. A few things have happened recently, okay? And and I don't need to go into how I came up with this conclusion, but let me just like okay, I did some studying from whatever sources, and I did some pondering from some experiences, and then I went and watched the first Top Gun. Okay, now have you seen Top Gun, the first one? I have not seen the original. Okay. However, before, just so just so you have context, I did see the new one. You've seen the new yesterday. One. Okay, so. so I'm seeing it tomorrow. So I won't spoil anything for you. Just I mean, there's really not much to spoil. I mean, they're Wait, pretty simple. I just said I saw the. You saw the new one. I haven't I, seen the new one. Oh okay. I yeah. saw. I I, saw, I watched the old one, like the '80s one, oh. yesterday. So okay. now I'm going to see the gotcha. the new one tomorrow. So the, so the stuff I've been studying and thinking about and pondering, has just been like, something that I feel like I didn't naturally get, growing up. So for me, I've always been very like passive and relaxed and chill. And like, hey, if it doesn't like work out, whatever, right? And if and if a girl doesn't like me, dude, like whatever, screw her, like get her out of my life. I don't care. Like this whole mindset, like if a girl's talking to other guys, if there's competition, then whatever, she can go hang out with those other guys. I don't need her. So this whole like really passive, chill outlook, mm-hmm. right? And even one of our, one of my literal most... Like the, the, the highlight that got a lot of views where I'm like, dude, I don't put a ton of effort or money on a first date. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't do that Classic. kind of stuff because what if she's lame? What if this and that blah, blah, blah. Hmm. I will, I will stand by one point of it is that today's dating is just so weird. It's like a girl can act so different over text and over Instagram and over Snapchat. And then in person you're like, dude, who, who is this person? So, I stand by that you don't want to commit a bunch, but what I've, what I've come to the conclusion of is that real, like, like, okay, manly men, right? Dudes that have got their crap together, know what they want and they go after it, right? So that's the, so I I watched Top Gun and in Top Gun, Tom Cruise, dude, he's just like, it's, it's just, it's like a manly movie. He knows what he wants. Mm -hmm. He wants to be the best and he goes after it. And same thing with the girl, dude. He doesn't like... Oh, she's giving me a hard time, dude. If she doesn't like me, like, whatever, she can go talk to someone else. She doesn't have some weird, like, he wants that girl, and he makes the moves, and he plans and sets it up, and he, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't have that naturally. And I'm like, I guess starting to get it, because I've realized that that's a thing and wanted to apply it to my life, but, like, naturally, Mm -hmm. I've, I've always been very chill about things, and... I got. I got. I feel like I gotta not do that. Like if I want something, I'm just gonna put forth effort and go get it, right? 
So, I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or if you like have any perspectives or, but I'm, yeah, I got to like grow up, grow some balls. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember when that clip did really well. Is that the one where I was like, yeah, man, I don't think I can help you with that. <laughs> or no, I, or I was like, I think you'll figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of those. No. Yeah. Or no, you, I don't can't I remember like, your response to it, but like, you, I think, oh, yeah, I, what did I, I think I was like, yeah, man, that's pretty toxic, but I'm sure you'll figure that out. <laughs> there was one I on think that. that's yeah, what yeah. I said. <laughs> Maybe it was a different one. No, but. dude, but people were kind of like, there was a mixture. You'd see dudes that are just like, well, yeah, like you got to like make sure she's chill. Um, but I don't think, I don't think like, I mean, there's, there's two words. There's like a low value man and a high value man. And like the way they present themselves and the way they talk, um, portrays to other people that they're high value or low value and what i've come to the conclusion of of is that like doing really low effort dates that don't cost a lot and that don't take a lot of effort to plan it's kind of low value mm-hmm. you know and like i've always been the kind of guy that's like yo dude i don't text a lot i'll ask on a date and our date will be like like a walk and a drive and like a snack or whatever like something chill yeah that's pretty low effort yeah so no i I don't know i get that train of thought but it's also like you don't want to take her out to like a really nice restaurant and then like you know buy her something like on the first date because that can be overwhelming and yeah and again you do have to feel that out i don't know if you know it depends on the girl and if she'd like that or what the circumstances are if you just met her if you guys kind of go back or so yeah you got to take a lot of things into consideration Mm -hmm. but i will say that this has always been something that has stood out to me, even though I may not be the best at it, but it's like, choose your voice, <laughs> choose your choices fully. And it's just, it's really hard to be in like gray areas. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're safest in black and white, whether you agree with something or you don't, but I think pe- too many people try to like flirt with this line in the middle of making decisions and not, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kind of like, what we said before at casualty results in casualties. It does. Yeah. I mean, if you're not choosing your choices fully, then you shouldn't be making that choice. Like if a girl is debating between me, like let's just fake scenario never happened. Right. But for, for the sake of my confidence and for the pod, there's a super attractive, nice, funny, good testimony girl. Right. Great, mm-hmm. great scenario for me. Yeah. Um, we go out for on a couple of dates and then on the side, you know, which is totally fine. She's going out with another guy. And then at the time, you know, we've been on a couple of dates each. It comes to the point where, okay, well, she needs to pursue one of these guys. Yeah. And if she's debating between like me and, an, and another guy, like I truly would rather have her just pick the other guy because I would want her to choose me fully and not have to kind of go back and forth and, and justify <clears throat> and question. And like, if you yeah. aren't sure about something, like, why are you doing it? And yeah, you know, you can make the argument, well, you need to try things out. Well, Absolutely. But th- there comes to a point where if you're not choosing something with 100% and passion and drive, then it's obviously not something you want. So why are you wasting your energy, you know, time and attention on it? Yeah. And that can be connected to, you know, relationships, a job, a passion, the pod, like anything in your life. And I think I think you're really good at choosing your voice. <laughs> it's so hard to say. Choosing your choices fully. You know, usually you don't just do something for the heck of it, but if you start something you want to like see it through or if you do something you want to do it a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I, I do agree with you dating. It is <laughs> with girls, man, that 
you know, obviously that's something I haven't necessarily been or figured out. I don't know if any guy really ever has. Yeah. Well, I definitely think that current society is so because I don't know what's right or wrong necessarily. And I don't even think there is a right or wrong or a bad or good. It's just, you know, one thing is and mm-hmm. the other thing is. Um, but I think that society right now is kind of backwards compared to the way it used to be, right? Because we right now act like like the way that I've dated in the past is like, I'm going to present myself. Here's me. If you like me, tell me. If you don't, tell me. And we'll move on right simple transactional it's like a business deal right yeah. nothing personal it's just we're we're seeing if we're compatible but there's no like romance and there's no like fire in that right and if you look at and i don't want to compare us to animals but we basically are just smart animals hmm. it's like if you break us down to the very core of what we are like we act very similar to the way animals do and if you look at the way that animals mate or you know do their mating calls or if you look at like a bird being all you know fancy it's like they're competing you'll have like two males fighting for a woman and mm-hmm. men naturally are competitive right they want the challenge they want the chase that's the whole thing right and women they act like they want this like like oh don't like if you want me like don't push too hard or don't be you know too forward or whatever like they want to be asked and I'm like, that's, that's honestly not true. They, they say they want that, but I don't think it's true. It's like women want to be pursued, right? They want to feel like you want them. And so and this is something I feel like I'm learning recently. Cause I'm just like, I've always been like, dude, if she even considers another guy, then she's not picking me a hundred percent. It's like, I, I do agree with that. I don't want her to pick me 50, 50 or like, you know, pick me 70%. And then she's still thinking about some other guy. Um, if that's the case, then go be with the other guy. Right? Like, I don't, I want you a hundred percent with me, but what the perspective I've always taken is like, I'm going to put forth no effort towards making sure you pick me. If you don't pick me, then I'm done. But I'm like, part of me now is like, if she doesn't pick me, then I'm going to try to convince her or like, you know, win the prize of yeah. picking me. And then, then she'll pick me a hundred percent. And I feel like that is the way it really works. And that's not the way that I've grown up naturally. And some dudes are like good at this. You know, the dudes just like, they just get girls sure i'm like i don't i don't know like how they are, were raised or how their parents are or what kind of caused them to have that naturally but i'm like i didn't have it naturally it's like something i'm having to learn and i don't want like a bunch of girls i don't want to be like some like womanizer but if i <clears throat> i have like pretty high standards for myself when it comes to the girls i want to date and especially the girl i want to marry and i'm like if i'm if i'm not being the kind of man that can get a kind of girl like that then like it's not gonna happen yeah i think that's very valid and it's it's like you're growing up right in front of my eyes kiddo you know (laughs) bro i'm just trying to be a man and that's that's another great thing about the pod is we can look back on opinions and you know we're always evolving we're always growing you know even you know it's kind of crazy with cancel culture you know because (laughs) you say one thing and then you're held to that for the rest of your life. Like we can't evolve and grow. Right. Yeah. People are Um, not, not that we've said anything like that, but it's, I think in our, in our own way, we can kind of cancel like who we were before and then start anew, which is. It's like any given time we can be different. Yeah. Without the derogatory, like cancel culture. I mean, like between, you know, our personal selves, we can cancel who we were and then make Mm -hmm. a new and grow and, 
um so yeah it's 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 good it's funny to hear you talk about not funny it's refreshing to hear you talk about and hear your new perspectives and you re- you really are you really are just growing up you know and <laughs> Thanks, and, it, and it really just yeah it really just makes me happy dude i remember i uh because i think it's pretty i don't talk about working out a lot on the podcast but it's pretty evident i like going to the gym i remember it was probably like 2018 2019-ish so just a couple of years ago a few years ago that i had a buddy that was like dude you gotta go to the gym man like you gotta go like you know be a man build muscle and i was like dude that's the lamest thing i've ever heard i'm like i don't want to go to the gym i don't need to build muscle I'm like nobody cares about that girls don't care about that i'm not going to do that that's like that was my attitude about going to the gym back then and it's mm-hmm. like i changed i learned and then people that want to yeah do the whole cancel culture thing or it's like bro people change and the internet wants to you know everyone says when you're like doing like content stuff like pick a niche niche down focus on one hobby focus on one career but Mm -hmm. i'm like dude we are evolving creatures like yeah why put yourself in that cage bro yeah it makes no sense it's like we all have multiple interests multiple hobbies and they change all the time it's like yeah it's just not a and that's the thing it's like it's not black or white but at the same time it kind of is from what you said because it's like Uh, have an opinion and stick to it but it's like yeah i've always been the type of guy that's like if i if I convince myself otherwise, or if someone else like can present evidence of the contrary when it comes to an opinion of mine, I'm more than willing to switch opinions. It's just that so far in my life, this is what the evidence has shown. It doesn't mean that future me is going to find new evidence and go, well, I think that I was wrong. And that's, yeah. that's humility. I think, I think you're on the right track. I really do. I think you're, yeah, I think you're right where you should be. And yeah, because if we're not growing, man, I'm like, what are we doing? What are we talking about? If you don't have people around you that are trying to make you better, and if you aren't noticing that in and of yourself, then you're doing something wrong. So, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think we're doing a good job growing, becoming better. But still, massive improvements to be made. Yeah, dude. But that one, that one, uh, there, was a, there was a conference talk a couple of years ago, and I remember one of the things he said was, or maybe it was one of the 12 apostles, but he said something like, um, do, or it was, uh, man, you're gonna have to edit this. I'm trying to remember. It was like, don't be, or se- or celebrate, but don't be complacent. Something along those lines. Yeah. Of, you know, notice and, and acknowledge the things you do well and celebrate those. I think that's a great word. Celebrate yeah. how well you do and, and the things that you're overcoming. But yeah, don't, don't be content with with just that because your potential is unlimited that's uh, true it, which is facts so i i mean are so with with all that said <laughs> are you are you gonna go and, and get this hypothetical girl <laughs> or is, is, is this a symbol for something more I'm, I'm just trying to get a feel here um i think it's just like a symbol for everything in general okay um I've t- I knew it was. I just, you know, I mean, I was well, for- there's always some underlying situation. <laughs> no, but I, I think I've taken my whole life like, oh, it should just come to me because of, because of you know me being myself naturally just floating through life. It, should, you know, the things I want, like I'll set it as a goal and I'll work towards it, and if it happens, and great, and if not, whatever. But I'm like, I had this experience where. I was watching a TikTok and it was this lawyer and he was talking about not every lawyer should be a trial lawyer, right? Because the whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. And he's like, because trial lawyers need to 
understand and he starts rattling off all these phrases about being a trial lawyer that I've never heard of and he's like it takes years of experience and I was just like dude and I had this like epiphany this, this realization that I'm like people that are good at stuff like aren't just like it's all talent and they put in some work you know a little bit here and there over over a long period of time like these people work freaking hard to be the best to be really mm. good at stuff and I'm like and, and in my life so far it's all just been whatever I'm naturally good at and whatever I naturally like I'll just go do you know and like I'll try to improve naturally just by doing and thinking about it but like I don't put a ton of effort forth and I'm like and same thing with like making videos so I like make videos I make the podcast I, I make videos for other people and stuff like that and I'm like I just kind of make whatever feels good I'm really relaxed about it but mm. I look at people that are making really high-end films or videos and I'm like, dude, they they think about things in a different way and that comes from studying and a lot of hours of practice and they put forth yeah. a lot of effort. And I'm just like, dang, bro. Like, I, I, and it's like, it's true. It's like, it's I'm growing up because I'm just realizing this life is not <laughs> as what, like what, what I thought it was. Um, yeah. And, you know, you might be asking, then, okay, so what changes are you going to make? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I'm in this like existential crisis right now, dude. I watched Stranger Things. You I, did? Yes, of course. I didn't know you were into Stranger Things. You How do I not know that? No, I was into. Bro, I watched every season. I'm not the type of guy that's like this. Okay, Stranger Things is a very interesting show when it comes to this mm, kind of thing yeah, because we could talk about that for hours. Do we should we should we should dedicate the last 15ish minutes to Stranger Things because I have some things uh, I'm to down say about for that. It. Me too. And and the thing is that it does connect to what I was talking about. The whole existential is like, I watch Stranger Things and dude, I get feelings and it changes my life. Okay. I feel like Stranger Things brings feelings to me mm. that make me think about life differently. So, but I just wow. wanted to say that Stranger Things is such a weird show in that every other show that I like, when there's a new season, I'm like pumped for it. I'm like, dude, I can't wait for this new season to come out. Stranger Things is weird. It leaves such a lasting, life-changing feeling for such a short amount of time. I'll watch, like, when I watched Stranger Things season one, I was like, dude, this show is incredible. Probably one of my favorite shows ever. And, like, for three weeks, I'm feeling that way. Then, I kind of just forget about it. Then it's, like, a year or two later, everyone's freaking out about season two, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know, Stranger Things, like, whatever. People are like, have you watched it yet? And I'm like, no, haven't really got around to it. So then I end up getting around to it like a month after it comes out. And I'm just like, dude, Stranger Things is the best show. And so it happens with season three too. And then, yeah, season four has been out for a few weeks or whatever, maybe two weeks. People were like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm watching the new Stranger Things. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, and Luke's like, dude, we should start it. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just don't really want to watch TV. And then he's like, well, I watched it. Like I'm watching it with my girlfriend. I was just like, dude, frick. So like one night this weekend, this literal this weekend, like uh-huh. Saturday night, I was like, well, or no, Friday night. I was like, well, I, I guess I'll just start it. I got nothing else to do. And of course, yeah, I'm just like, dude, this is the best show. I watched four hours from like 10 at night to like two in the morning. I watched four episodes. And then nice. the, the next morning I just woke up and kept going. So it was like seven hour binge watch of season four this weekend. And have you so, oh, have so you, you seen finished it? it? Yeah, I've finished it. But I can't wait for the second part to come out on July first. We're a month away, baby. <laughs> so wait, so let me ask, have you seen season four? Uh I started it about a week after it came out. Um again, this came out when I was on my mission, Stranger Things. So I never really got the initial excitement. Mm-hmm. It came out like literally months after I left. Oh wow. So yeah, I never really got into it. And then it was huge and it was huge. And then I got back. Everyone was telling me to watch it. Didn't really get into it. 
season three started, I was like, okay, I'll get into it. And then my uncle got me way into it. Season three changed my life. Like the Billy yeah. season, bro. I went as Billy's <laughs> for Halloween. Oh, yeah, dude. I I loved it. And I still love it. I finished season four like a couple days ago. Okay. So we're basically and, on the same page of time. And symbolism, metaphor, you know, the the meaning and, and the heart of, of what each character and, and what the story represents is not only genius and poetic, but it, I think you hit it right on the head. It is life-changing. Yeah, dude. It's... And you can you can take it for what it is or you can take it for what it's meant to be. And, dude, it is actually, like, it is poetic. Oh, yeah. The, the story, and, again, this is my favorite. I want to talk about my favorite part. But I want to hear your initial thoughts from season four because we ended with the mind flare you know dying mm-hmm. 11 losing your powers um and then everybody kind of moving away and splitting up yeah season four starts and i you know yeah, give me give me your kind of your, your your main thoughts um main thoughts i, I feel like it kind of started slow i you want like my general just overview of the show or do you want like just like some of my favorite parts or favorite you know story Tropes, well, whatever, whatever whatever you w- would be most excited to talk about okay well i think the main thing that stranger things brings for me is a feeling which is life-changing because i go okay you know what like i need to do something in my life so that i can feel this in real life because mm. their experiences while like it's really scary are rich they're like living life they're experiencing something rich and they have these friend groups and these feelings and like there's like love and passion and all this different stuff and dude i think stranger things one of the main things they do well obviously like the character development and like the the way they cast it but the one of the main things they do well dude is the music bro like yeah that song dude point. like that song <laughs> is changing yeah, no, everyone's you. life right now dude like right? the freaking uh max's favorite song dude i'm yeah. like i still listen to it just like i just throw it on and i'm just like dude i i feel like i can just like look out a window and like have a really intense emotional experience right now because of the song um wow. no i really like that song though I, i'm surprised at how violent this Running up that hill <laughs> yeah dude it's it's amazing but dude, this, this, dude this season was pretty violent though it's like gruesome i was like Whoa. i i i have a weak stomach i don't like a lot of the things that were shown, I get it. You know, <laughs> it's part of what he's got to do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I cannot watch. I, I just pulled like the. Really, you pulled that gone, hand yeah. cover. Well, well, well. The first one when Chrissy, right in the mm-hmm. first episode, obviously I did not expect that. I was just kind of chilling. I was like, dang, this guy's crazy. And then you know, at the end, I was like, who's who the heck? What's like, what's his deal? Yeah, and then yeah. she like goes absolutely stupid crazy, and I was like, okay, that was a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i feel gross and inside. Then, yeah and then and then i was like holy crap man like that was kind of like demonic like what what could that possibly what is the purpose or like, what what meaning could that have to why i could appreciate that without accepting it for just what it is or you know what what could it mean more yeah and and you know i made some ties and, and i and i feel you know good because i know you know connections that i can make between what's important but since I know what was going to happen, you know, when they start floating, I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen. Now I'm prepared. So yeah, now yeah. I pull the, pull the hand. And it's better for me. Because I know, and I can, I can hear everything cracking. So it's not like I'm wondering <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I'm like pretty desensitized 
like when I was a kid or when I was like a like a younger teenager, um, I would watch a movie that's like violent or has like ghosts or demonic stuff. If I watched it at night, dude, I was scared. But dude, I just like sat alone in pitch black watching that. And then I'm like, after I'm done, I'm like, <laughs> just close chilling. it, go to bed. I'm like, it literally does Bro, not even phase me. What? I don't know what it is. I think it's just the amount of like video games and movies I've seen. I mean, like I watched all of Vikings, oh. dude, and there's like decapitations and arms getting cut off. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, bodies getting dismembered. I guess that's just part of life. Yeah, so I now, had to watch about 15 minutes of Sports Center after that first episode before I could go to bed. Really? No, yeah, I like, I don't know. I just, I think also part of me is just, there's like a pride a competitiveness with whatever whatever force is out there whether it be like you know satan himself right and all yeah. these demons or just ghosts or because there there are things out there that are really dark that want to hurt people i, I, tru- I truly believe i don't like i'm not the type of person that's like oh i believe that ghosts are in this house but like ghosts could be in this house if invited so i do believe yeah. in like demons and ghosts yeah. and i believe in all that stuff so i'm like but i'm like if i give in to this feeling of fear like if I stand up and I'm like, holy crap, I'm kind of scared. And if I allow myself to feed into that, I'm like that. I feel like the whole, like they smell fear or like they feed on fear. It's like so cliche to say in like the movies, but I'm like, I think it's true. So if I stand up and I allow myself to be fearful, then obviously I've like lost faith in like who I am, like priesthood holder and like God and protection and, and righteousness and light. So I'm like, when I'm done with the show, I almost have like a competition with whatever force would want to hurt me and scare me i'm just like bro you're not gonna make me afraid so i just like turn off the lights and go to bed and wake up and i'm like life's good and then yeah so i don't know it's it's a weird thing i like that thought because the only things that can hurt you are the things that you allow to yeah which i don't know how true that is because i've definitely (laughs) (laughs) there's definitely some things that hurt me that i was not allowing them to yeah but okay um tell me like what was I guess what's your main takeaway or what was your favorite message or your favorite part or like what, when I say stranger things season four, kind of what comes to mind. Give me, give me one of those. Um, dang bro. Without, I know without, and it's, that's an unfair question. Cause there's <laughs> so much that there's goes so into much. it. I'll just kind of give you some general thoughts from the show and from the, okay. the, the season. And I don't want to give spoilers, but like this definitely, I mean, dude, it's been out like weeks, like, yeah, if people haven't watched it, like it's on them. Like if you don't want spoilers, we're putting a spoiler put, warning out. But yeah, yeah, like if you don't want to hear it, then pause it. But okay, you remember when Endgame was out like four months, and people were like, "Don't spoil it." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Bro, go like, see it." I was like, "Dude, shut up." Yeah, dude. No, so for this one, like, main thing for me is it opened up. I, okay, so every show that's like really kind of fantasy based. I kind of watch and like there's so many questions for some reason stranger things like this whole time I haven't really had many questions like I'm like oh yeah there's like a lab and there's like a portal makes sense makes sense <laughs> I'm down right yeah. but now like with the connection at the end bro right, of of you know one being Ve- Vecna and I'm just like okay I'm like okay I'm like now dude I'm like I have so many more questions I'm like okay let's back up where the heck why did why the heck did Hawkins lab start in the first place? Where is this old guy getting these kids? Why is he getting these kids? What's his goal? 
why is the upside down a thing? Like, you know what I mean? Now, now the whole universe is opening up to me. Cause like mm. before I was just like, Oh yeah, it's just this like really focused story about this, you know, town and that's fine. Right. I don't need to know the outside world, but now that there's like this like original one, I'm like, well, where did they come from? Right. And why when sent to the upside down, does he turn into this like demon person and like who turned him into a demon person? Right. What is the ultimate evil power? Is it just like Satan? And they're just kind of going to infer that I'm like, so for me, I'm like, mm. it opened up a lot of questions, but also, it's funny because my, my two least favorite characters, and this is going to be controversial, my two least favorite characters are Sinclair. I don't know his first name. Oh, uh, Caleb, isn't it? I don't know. The kid oh, that no. plays the black kid that's friends oh, Lucas, with... Lucas, Lucas. Yes, Lucas and Max. Dude, I think they're really annoying. No, no, no. Like Max either. No, yeah. See, in all first three seasons, Lucas is like always really pessimistic and yelling He's like, that's not right. Like, we're not supposed to be here. Like, let's go. And I'm like, dude needs to chill. And then Max always has a bad attitude. Now, I will say that this this season made me like probably both of them, but mostly Max more because, like, it was really yeah. focused on her. And yeah. and I really liked Billy and her relationship. And Max kind of looks like my little sister. So, like, when she's going through stuff, I'm like, bro, it's, like, personal. Mm, wow. Yeah. Like, she gives me the same vibes as Caprice. So, mm. um, yeah, I see that. So, I kind of grew closer to those characters. But in general, dude, like, it was a good season. Um, and, yeah, every time I watch a movie about love stories in the 80s, which this has some love in the 80s, yeah. I'm just like, dang, bro. I, I want some romance in my life. <laughs> Classic. That there wasn't, time. yeah. And that's interesting because season four really wasn't focused on, because Joyce and Hopper were apart, Nancy yeah. and... Jonathan were apart. I mean, yeah, I think I don't know. I Steve think, and her kind of have a little tension, but it was interesting because there wasn't as much romance. Because and then Sinclair and Max are apart. Everyone's apart, was, and yeah, I'm eleven still like, and Mike is apart. Isn't that kind of interesting dynamic? How yeah, they split, split up. everybody up, and I, I like that. I, I thought it was actually really dude. Really unique. I totally forgot about Hopper, dude. Hopper is a beast. The crap oh, he's been OP. through. He, he's OD, bro. <laughs> like, he, yeah, no, I'm like, I look up to that guy. I'm just like, dude, the crap he went through for all this and how he pulled it off. And just, uh, man, it's so sick. So, I agree, dude. Yeah. What about you? Wow. Um, it's so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it, it does stick with me for a couple different reasons. And, I, and I'll try to keep it as few words as possible because. I really, really appreciate what Stranger Things does because they appreciate and love their story enough to write it in advance. That's why I love How I Met Your Mother so much. Even though I didn't appreciate necessarily the contents of the finale, I appreciated the finale because they wrote it from the very beginning. Yeah, They filmed it from the very beginning. There are scenes that they saved from the pilot to the finale over 10 years, which is mind-blowing. Why I love Stranger Things is they, and again, so many parallels to the Lord and like his plan for us, but he wrote it, or Stranger Things is written with the end in mind. Not even in mind, the end as like the focal point. Oh, really? really? I don't know that. Amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So I saw a couple things. Like I saw a couple videos and I made connections along the way because I'm a pretty intent watcher. It really bugs me. When I'm with people and they're kind of on their phone or they're not really paying yeah. attention, no, really whatever it is, I am dialed in. I just am, and yeah. so and my brain like makes made a couple connections. So like Billy, when he first sees the mind flayer, 
it wasn't the mind flare. It was definitely Vecna. I went back and watched like that part. It's the, like it's like his silhouette. I don't know why no one questioned that before. It just, it just was. Yeah. Wow. When he goes in the upside down, the first time you hear like the the clock ring or like the bell ding from the grandfather clock. Wow. It's all been connected the whole time. Um, Dude. When Will when Will first sees like in again the first episode he sees Vecna the very very first time it's not a Demogorgon it is Vecna like you pause it. It's the same silhouette as what Bill. Like it is nuts, and then Dang, having having eleven in, in the Hawkins lab, the second time around. It's really the first, which is kind of trippy. Um, when she like makes the portal, like that's all connected back to when she was there, like the first time with, obviously, Doctor Brenner and all the other kids' numbers. Like it is, I just appreciate it so much that that they cared enough about what they were doing to not cheapen the experience to ride it along the way. Cause if you write yeah. things along the way, I don't know. So I just like have like a trust and like a loyalty to that story because of how much care and time and effort that they put into every detail yeah, to where yeah, yeah. I, and he going, especially here on out, I know they're not just like making stuff up. Like they have a very direct specific way that they're going to end it with the last season, supposedly right. Season five. And I don't know, as a viewer, I just appreciate and love the story 10 times more than any other story um, because of that reason. And This Is Us, which is, I don't know if you've heard of This Is Us. It's Mm -hmm. my family's been telling me to get into it forever. I just started it because I finished Stranger Things. And dude, it's the same thing. Like I've seen episodes here and there that my family have watched and they, they do the same thing. They film it with the very, very end in mind. So like, and that just has throughout the whole time. Dude, and that just so has nice. like so much power man I, I don't i can't really explain it but there's just so much power within that story because it's all meant to be a specific way yeah and they're not just making stuff up and that and again that means everything matters everything matters well, absolutely everything and you like can't say life. that about a lot of things yeah, yeah absolutely um i loved i think I mean, I have a couple plot hole issues, like a couple questions, and but again, I don't really question them. I more mm-hmm. question my questions because I know they have an answer. Yeah, yeah. Which again has a lot of power in it too. But I mean, it, I don't really think it's worth it to get into those things. Um, but there are a couple like main messages and metaphors that I think are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you kind of. I feel like you've got something, I was, and I, was, I can kind of come back to what I feel too. I was going to say. Is this they're gonna have a season four part two in July? Is that the last mm-hmm. season? I th- so I think they've got one more. I think they they've got a season five to kind of wrap everything up. Really? That's that's what's reported. I don't know if it's legit, but I would be surprised if they ended it um, with volume two that comes out a month. Okay, that's good because I'm like, they could definitely like tie up everything in one season, yeah. but I'm like, I feel like it might be rushed. So I'm hoping that like. We get another, you know, next year we get a season five, but yeah, I agree. So that's my only question. Okay. Um, did here before, before I say this, did you have a favorite, a favorite scene or like a fa- like what, what did you take away from season four or what was your favorite part? Favorite part. I don't think I have a favorite part. I mean, if I was to make a favorite part, it'd be like 11 casting out one. It'd be Max getting rescued. 
right when she's in like his mind or whatever that was, that was dope yeah yeah and it would be when hopper finally hugs joyce like all the, like all like the big climax moments i'm like those would be my favorite mm. parts because you're just like waiting for that to happen um yeah. so okay i was gonna I want to find the dialogue real quick. If that's okay. Sure. Did you watch the whole thing with Luke and his girl, or were you just watching it alone? No, I watched. Uh, watched basically everything alone. First four or five episodes alone, and then Luke joined me for the last couple because he had already finished and he wanted to watch it with me. Um. But yeah, it was kind of like a solo experience, basically. Would you rather watch it with someone or by yourself? I think I'd always rather watch shows with someone, as long as they're good at watching shows. Like, I don't like when people are like, I think this is going to happen. Oh, this one's going to happen. Or, or yeah. like, wait, wait, what's going on? Like, what's going on? Or they're on their phone. Uh, like, just like, be quiet. Watch the whole thing. Leave the questions till after. <laughs> I mean, yes. like, be into it and and be attentive and observant enough to like understand the connections because when i'm watching i'm like silently in my head i'm just like dang dude i, I just see that right. connection you know like right. i get stuff and so whoever i watch it with like yeah it'd be cool to have a girlfriend to like cuddle with while i watch it but like i'm not here to like cuddle and you know and chill and yeah. netflix and chill as i say i'm, I'm netflixing okay <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm here to really get into the story yeah and understand it yeah so hey well i'm Unless I were to go on Netflix and find the subtitles, it's probably not worth it. But I think what I really loved about Stranger Things season four was Vecna. Um, not necessarily his character, because obviously he's demonic and crazy, and mm -hmm. you know he has terrible motives and he's done terrible, terrible things. That who knows what else. But I did appreciate the metaphor of. Um, how he haunts people with their past trauma yeah and if you notice the only reason why he's able to take specific victims is because they haven't made um peace or that you know they haven't found peace or they haven't repented or they haven't done what they should have done yeah you know not even in the moment but afterwards to receive any sort of closure yeah. i mean and if you're a part of some of the things they were i don't know how you get to that point I mean, obviously through the savior, but like, that's tough, man. That's yeah, tough. And that's deep I, stuff. I loved, I just love the parallel by, you know, most villains just like a Demogorgon just comes after people with, you know, fierceness and, and physicality and just ripping head off for really, no one really knows why they just do right. Yeah. Like in the Russian scene, we let a Demogorgon loose. What's he going to do? I guess he's going to kill everyone for no one knows why he's just going to. Yeah. But Vecna is a great villain because he has a motive that, no one really expects and it's almost harder to counter because he's like in your brain yeah and i liked i don't know i liked his whole like how he got his villains i thought it was really cool maybe that's why because you know how after max gets rescued mm -hmm. they put the headphones on just in case you know he comes after her again but he never does and i'm like maybe it's because she did make peace she had the experience with billy she sent all the letters out and you know i mean like 
she had made peace with herself and and who knows maybe it's just one of those things that if you don't get captured when he's there then you're good kind of like the father um yeah yeah the father of Vecna. but i'm like maybe once you make peace he can't really get you anymore um i was gonna mention something but i forgot okay but yeah i thought it was an interesting and a really interesting approach to a villain and terrible terrible guy but it was it was unique yeah and i like i like how it's just a metaphor for dude like we have to make peace you know the trauma that's within us haunts us until we don't let it anymore and we have to do specific things to get over it and to make amends and to be free from that but if we don't it will literally eat us alive which is interesting because they're unalived it comes from within not an outside source and so this whole thing with like sin and repentance and we have to fight our own demons and you know, you can take past trauma or you could just take like habits or sin or, or anything that you're dealing with. Like there's all these connections that you can make and it goes way past Vecna. Like it goes past, like it goes through to Satan and, and heavenly father. And like, who do you mm. choose and who do you let win? And like, there's this any, an eternal battle. And, and maybe the, I don't know, maybe the metaphor for music is repentance. And like, how do you get through that? And I don't know. So from a gospel standpoint at the end, I was like, that's actually a really, really cool connection yeah. for, you know, trauma sin whatever you want to call it well then it so i can me... i can get past oh, go ahead Please. i was saying I, I can get past like you know the the demonic stuff and the unaliving because there there is a greater message to it it's not like he's doing it for no sole purpose or reason mm-hmm. i mean whether it is for a reason or not it's wrong but uh you know i appreciate the like really the message like what it really means yeah at least to, to me you know you got to kind of see through some of that no, it's true. That's why I I feel like, you know, how I explain, like I'm desensitized to these, you know, yeah. images of people getting murdered. It's, it, I think it's partly I'm desensitized, but partly also it's like when I, I, I just see things for kind of, you know, surface value, what they are, right? I look at it and I go, okay, like these things are dying, but that's not what I'm here to pay attention to. Like the people are, you know, getting whatever. Um, yeah that's not what I'm here to pay attention to. I'm like looking for the deeper meaning and uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really get like emotionally worked over when, with, with that kind of stuff because I know there's like, this is just a representation of something more important. For sure. Like what you're talking about. But I will say, dude, that, that um, brings up more questions now. Cause I'm like, okay, well then, you know, cause you, you talked about the Demogorgon and how it just goes and like, wipes everyone out for no reason yeah and that has got yeah. like this like deeper motive or something you know and i'm like then then how are they connected right and like the mind flayer like i want to know how all that's connected what is the demigorgon to vecna and what is vecna to um sure. the mind flayer and is vecna the king of everything was was the under was the uh the upside down created by 11 when you know what i mean like how how is that all going to work out? I'm excited to, to know because there's a yeah. lot of questions there. And I do find comfort because I don't, I don't feel like there's going to be many things that are, aren't explained just because of, again, the, the care in the writing. Yeah. But there are plot holes. Again, it's probably not worth it to go into it because there are like four or five that I have issues with. Really? Not necessarily because they won't be answered, but just because they flat out just don't really make sense to me. Okay. Please Even if bring up like the top two or something. Cause I'd like to either say, well, this is what I thought or, be like oh no now i have that plot hole in my mind okay sure so 11 you know is obviously gifted from this point in in the movie or in the story 
she has never created a portal. She hasn't opened the gem- the Demogorgon Demogorgon portal yet, from my understanding. When she kills or sends one into the abyss or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a sweet sequence, by the way, when when she turns and the whole time you think that she killed everyone and she didn't yeah. end up. I thought that was that was because I was like the whole time she couldn't have done that. Like surely she wouldn't have done. Yeah, that, I was right? like, damn, dude, she killed everyone. I thought the twist with Vecna was so sick. I didn't expect that. Didn't know. Was so when stoked did, about it. When did you realize one was Vecna? When he started going into his speech. Really? I was way late on that. Yeah, dude. I didn't, were you early? I, was, I wasn't I was super early because, well, I made a connection and then I realized later on. But I was like, oh. I made a connection right off the bat. When you first see the memories of like of Brenner and like her killing everyone or you know as you thought it was 11 killing everyone mm-hmm. I was like dude all the kids got broken fingers and broken limbs and busted eyes just like the way Vecna does it I'm like that's Ooh. weird and then when he started like throwing remember when he's like you don't have to be scared anymore and she he has the thing yeah. taken out and he starts killing people I was like he starts running around and I was like oh no way I was like he killed all the kids not her so I connected it then and then I'm like oh yeah yeah right yeah. and then I was like but still, it's weird how like the bones are broken the same way. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I know. I, and then at that point, I just knew. So then, and I, the whole entire show, I was like, there's something weird with this Vecna guy. He, they're not like, he's too specific looking. Like he's got too much of a look. Like usually monsters are just kind of like random monsters, True. right? And I was True. like, they keep showing his eyes, and I'm like, and I feel like I recognize those eyes. So as soon as he became Vecna, I was like, when he was like his hair was kind of slicked back and he was like freaking out before he got sent, I was like, mm-hmm. I see it in his eyes, dude. That's the guy. Um so yeah, so I was like early, but not like super early. Okay, yeah. I was I mean, I was probably close, but definitely mm-hmm. later. Which I liked. I didn't want to know, and obviously there was really no way of knowing. No, yeah. It was it was great, and I've never seen a show that consistent through one to four. I don't know if there's a bad episode, dude. No, dude. I there's mean, like maybe no there's filler. Like, it's like maybe when Eleven like goes to like see her sister is also a number. You know, oh. I remember her who can do the mind stuff. Yeah, I don't. Which know. apparently she must have gotten out of that when everyone died in the lab because she must have been there. Yeah. What is see, that? That's, see, that's is that a plot problem twist I have. or a plot hole? I yeah. hope. I hope she comes back or because she's just been chilling for years apparently but sorry the main one that i have like i went off topic mm. is when when she kills one you know she's she's done basically she doesn't know the extent of her powers but instead of killing him she sends him through a portal and she seems fine with that so did she already know she can make portals that uh, there's she hadn't before so i'm gonna guess not and then she ends up she closes it and then but she sends him through without knowing what she was doing but it seemed like she knew exactly what she was doing and why would why was that the only person in her entire history that she's sent through a portal but nobody else she's just like killed other people yeah that just made no sense to me zero well it makes sense this uh, my only like explanation for it is because that's her all reliving memories right because she's in the nina project reliving all the memories so like the older version of her didn't do that it's the younger version that actually sent him into the portal yeah like a long time ago, right. right? And so I think the only way, and then anytime she opens or closes a portal, it's always her at like her max ability. Like right when she has the most emotional like contention or or strife. Remember when mm-hmm. she kills the de- the the demigorgon? Like she's freaking out, protecting Mike and you know her friends and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, so she's like at her max, and she opens the, the portal and sends it back or whatever. And so I'm like, 
I guess in that moment, like she just put her max power into it and like sent him into the portal, and like, but but remember, like she forgot all that stuff. That's why she had to relive yeah. it in the Nina project. So like, I don't I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't say it's like a for me it's like a plot hole, but I'm definitely like I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that one's not a plot hole, but it it definitely. You don't think it lines up as as clean as you'd want. And then how how did one get his powers? He does not explain that. I hope he does in the next one. Yeah. But it kind of defeats the whole purpose of everybody else having their powers because they had to like go through something to get them. Yeah. But for some reason he's just born with them. Yeah, like when he says like and then I realized I could create my own reality and he's like starts controlling the clock. I'm like so you just like decided one day to like have superpowers? I guess that's weird. And then why is Eleven stronger than you then? Yeah. And if hers was made and yours you were born with. And then, yeah, where does Eleven's powers come from? And, <laughs> and like, how is she so powerful? And why is it a little girl? Is that, like, symbolic of something? Uh, and, again, I, I'm sure these will be answered. That's why I'm not, like, super worried about it. But, yeah, and then there's just, like, ah, yeah, there's just some other ones that... Please, uh, one more, one more, and then we'll, we'll finish up. <laughs> okay, so what are we at? How many minutes are we at? 48 okay oh wow really <laughs> yeah like we've been going for a minute yeah, i wrote two of them down i mean Okay, I'll just present a question to you. This isn't the one I want to talk about, but why is the upside down red when Vecna's in it, but like blue and green when anybody else is in it? True. That's uh, yeah. That's definitely something that I think is going to be answered because remember in the beginning when when they're talking to Eddie and they're like, "Did you see any like floating like mist or like do you see any like particles? Do you see any like green?" And he's just like, "No, I didn't see anything." And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so this isn't like the upside down. This is like a, it is the upside down, but it's like not, like, I don't know what it is. Like when, when Vecna does stuff because it's almost different. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, shoot. What was the other one I was going to talk about? <gasps> Are you good? <laughs> Hang on. Let me see. Let me find it. Dude, that camera's going crazy. Okay, no, actually, that kind of makes sense. Hmm. Okay, no. Did you have one that kind of got sealed up in your mind just now or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, 
yeah, I think I think that's it for now. Yeah, but good show though. Definitely some questions that need to be answered. But I would love to go and rewatch the whole thing again. Yeah, like from season one. Yeah, and just kind of like be like, yo, what the heck, dude? That's definitely like a connection I did not realize. True. True. I'm gonna have to do that like after the whole thing though. So I make sure. Yeah. I mean, if I do it now and then I go watch season four, part two, and season five, five one, five two. Yeah, and then wait like a year for season five. It's like probably not worth it. Yeah, I'll just do it at the very, very end where I'm just like, okay, now see it all the way through. Yeah, because like, what do the Russians have to do with it? Are they just trying to steal energy? I something like what's going on? And okay, screw. I'm gonna say it, even though I still don't agree with it, bro. Hopper should have died. (laughs) When. When you see Joyce at the control panel and Hopper's standing on the catwalk thing, dude, it it still, even when they flashed it back, made no sense. He is so far away from that thing, and she puts her head down, and within seconds, she turns it. And I'm supposed to believe that through this whole time, when everything is going absolutely crazy, he runs through the catwalk and hops through the portal when they were like on completely separate platforms and he was so far away from the opening of the portal. Well, he doesn't jump into the bli- portal. Disintegrated. Wait, what do you mean he doesn't jump into the portal? He just like jumps away and then like doesn't, like it explodes, but he's like too far away to die from the explosion. That's why he's just on the floor and then remember he crawls up and he's still in, he's still in the lab and the Russians have showed up or something. Or no, is he like, did he go through the portal and he's on the other side where like the Russians are or something? I don't, I don't get that. Why, why would the Russians be there? Yeah, he jumped. Through, I thought he jumped through the portal. No, I thought that he just like jumped away. The explosion goes. He gets like hit in the back a little bit, but not enough to kill him. He lands down below, and then he's like knocked cold. And then everyone leaves. Joyce leaves, and then he wakes up like maybe like a day later or something. He's in a coma or some crap like that. He like climbs up the ladder, and the Russians are there to collect all their crap after they realize it's been exploded. And they're like, "Where do you think you're going?" And they, you know, grab him. That's what I thought happened. Was just like basically he's oh. now too far away to for the explosion to kill him. I guess that would make sense, but everything was like got disintegrated. Like how? I don't know. No, I don't okay. know. I will say though that like when he dies, you're like, uh, and then like when you like watch season four part, you know, season four trailer, and it's like him in the snow, and he like looks <laughs> up. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yo."> <laughs> yeah, that so. was hype, dude. Yeah, that was actually way hype. So I mean I I'm, I'm yeah maybe it doesn't make sense but I'm glad he's alive but he's been through a, a crap ton of crap. No, you're yeah very well said. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still recording? Yeah. Okay, I gotta talk about some stuff. So I'll see you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, bye, Uppies. Love you.